The Bachelor and the Bachelorette is not to that level yet. You know, I think real world road rules really. Um, I somehow just like missed that wave. I don't know oh, if man. it was just like my age. It was so but fun. I'm the same age as you. I just don't know why I didn't watch it as much as. Well, we when you were those, six, we watched you, all those. You aged a little bit backwards. When you were 16, you were 72 <laughs> years old. So. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers. We talk about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com. We are at the Wheel Route on Twitter. We are at Wheel Route Podcast on Instagram. We have an email address. It is wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. You can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at Logan on the Dawn. Coming to you guys live from Stewart, Florida, where... Guys, it's been very nice here. Very, very nice. Uh, all things aside, uh, Tan is coming in nicely. Emily can attest to that. We'll you be... always have to be better than me, even if it means being that's, 10 shades darker than me. That's not really Does what we're getting at here. type indicate that, Emily? You'll, you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, my personality in. type is the dominator. Um, I don't know <laughs> if you've heard. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, I don't really have any other updates to give. Um, been working from home, so that's fun. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I'm in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where we had uh, two nice days recently in the 70s. Today was uh, mid-40s again, so uh, we're back, Weird. baby. Um, <laughs> I'm on Twitter.com, at Shank Jordan. Uh, just want to say rest in peace, Kenny Rogers. American mm. icon, uh, the dulcet tones are with us no more, but uh, they live on via streaming service. Just Wasn't like there a Kenny Rogers that threw flames for the Rangers back in like the mid two thousands? Yeah. So if you go to Kenny Rogers, the country music, well, just the music icon, he was sure. not limited to just country. Okay. If you go to his Wikipedia page, there's a link below his name that says "See also Kenny Rogers." Baseball, in parentheses. Gotcha. So, can you watch us through a perfect game? I believe. I think you're right. Yeah, I remember him having like a. He flashed. He had he had a yeah. cup of coffee in the elites. Yeah, probably. I think that that sounds right. Who who is that voice? <laughs> hey guys. Oh my god. Uh, my name is uh, Jason Crick. Um, I get invited on this podcast once every like six eight months. You get. <laughs> Absolutely obliterated. So, uh, I'm very excited to be back. I'm also in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where we uh, we did we had really, two really nice days the last two days. I did a lot of work on my back deck, um, and nice. my computer. Um, but yeah, I've uh, I've actually been <laughs> restricted to self self isolation for the last week because <clears throat> a referee at the CAA men's basketball tournament tested positive. So you um, are a week in. No, so the the tournament was two weeks ago. Right. We found out last Thursday or Friday. So I'm like, today is day like 10. Okay. And it's also, since I've had no symptoms, my day of freedom. 
Oh. Uh-oh. It's a good thing that it's a good thing that everything's open that you can go yeah. out and visit. Well, I emerged into the world that has followed me into the shutdown. <laughs> but keep supporting your small businesses. But also stay home like most of the time. Yeah. Find that balance <laughs> yep. and do that. Yep. I can vouch uh pretty much everybody in Harrisonburg, uh pretty much all the small businesses in Harrisonburg have adapted very well. The city's helped out. Um so good. Shouts out to downtown. Absolutely. Are you on Twitter? Oh, I do tweet things. Uh, at Jason Crick. Okay. Uh, again, I took I took um, a full like two months off of tweeting things. Hey, like, not a bad not a bad thing. Like right, the, right at the new year, I was like, this, I should I should just not do this for a while, and I didn't. I stayed off for like seven weeks or something like that. It's pretty nice. Baseball season started, and I had to keep going. Yeah, when there's no college football, there's really no point to be on there. <laughs> just, this is what I've. This is what I've discovered. Aggressive, but on brand. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's like uh, okay, like you're just gonna have a bunch of people like freaking reminding you to stay inside, and then a bunch of people arguing about politics and no college football. <laughs> so it's like, well, this is this is terrible. So I can't. I can't argue with those facts. All right. Cool. Well, we'll maybe look for some tweets uh, from you coming up soon. Yeah. Who's to so, say? Some free, free, fresh air tweets. Yeah. I'm just absolutely. Correct. Who is the last member of the pod here tonight? Coach E. At Will Route Intern on Twitter. Spell, I also tweet things. Spell that out for the people. Wheel RTE Intern. Yep. They wouldn't give me the full route. It's written there. Just saying. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I also tweet things. Namely, right now I'm tweeting a captain's log if anyone is interested in my day to day of social distancing. <laughs> um, yeah, not too much going on. Captain's log day three featured us cleaning the garage. Which was uh, we is a strong word. All right. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess I shouldn't say we worked that day then either, should I? Because I guess only I was the one who had to go to work that yes, day. Yes, this is true. Okay, yes. all right, fair enough. Shots fired. So we've been spending a lot of time together, as you can tell. <laughs> um, <laughs> love, <laughs> love. You know Social what? distancing, we, the test we, of any marriage. You know, we te- we promised God and we promised Merle yeah, that we, through God sickness or COVID-19 <laughs> that we would make it. We would, we would choose each other. Above all. Repeatedly. After God. Well, yeah. <laughs> so here we are choosing each other on this podcast. Um, what are you guys drinking tonight? Jordan, why don't you start us off? Uh, I'm just sticking to cans. Well, I have not multiple cans at the same time, but a can of Miller Lite right now. I've got another oh, nice. one in a thicker koozie for backup should it be needed. I hear that. Krecky. Uh I am still making headway on my, my final pre-quarantine purchase of... 30 gold leaf lagers from Devil's Backbone. Oh. That's a, that a good purchase. That's a wild purchase, but Well, it was it was part of a grocery shopping trip, but Oh, okay. I was like, I'm I'm gonna need these, so Yeah. Smart. Gold leaf lager from Devil's Backbone. Shouts out. Drink local. True to Emily, anything to anything to say? <laughs> I'm drinking water because I've been doing a lot of day drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm what were you what were you day drinking? Let's get a review. Um, I think I had one white claw, mango white claw earlier today. Yeah, that was like this morning. Uh, <laughs> it was <laughs> no. You are hammered. I was gonna say how, how earlier are we talking? It was one o'clock in the afternoon. No, didn't you have one with us on the no, front porch? I didn't. I restrained. Oh. I had coffee. Restrained. And then I had about four um truly <laughs> lemonades by the pool. Lovely. Dude, guys, the tr- the truly lemonades really good. They've done things. 
They've done a great thing there. They were coming back up, unfortunately, because I was trying to do the koala challenge, and I was being tousled a lot and hanging upside down, and so there was just a lot of jostling. Go ahead, Jason. Question question for the panel. Uh, (laughs) What the hell is the koala challenge? Well, (laughs) you haven't been tweeting for a while, so you missed out on... You know, there's been people, you know, the, there's some various stupid human trick challenges that come across the uh, the social medias from time right. to time. Go ahead, Emily. Explain the koala challenge. Well, if you're doing it isolated, you can, like, try to basically crawl around, like, a chair or a bench, and you have you to, You go from, like, like, sitting in the chair to, like, around, around the chair, like, the chair, under the chair. Like, you can't touch the ground, under. but you have to go all the way around the chair, much like a koala or, sure. like, say, a sloth would. But if you have a chair. partner, which I did, um, it's me. You, yep, sickness and health. Your partner is like said tree, and I am the koala, and I same thing. Just try I'm to the, maneuver I'm the, the thickest tree in the redwood forest. You know what I'm saying? The thickest eucalyptus out here, baby. Emily, I'm never gonna forgive you for letting him make that metaphor. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jason, I've just come to terms with the fact that I can't change him, and he is who he is. Still a battle worth fighting. <laughs> Metaphors are going to happen in your house. And yeah. you, oh, how you deal, daily. you can't control whether or not they happen, but you can't control how you react to them. Exactly. True. And I've chosen to react by either just, <laughs> you know, nodding and agreeing and not showing my true. <laughs> wow. Not giving him feelings. the satisfaction. I don't even know if I'm on the hot seat. And I already feel like I'm being attacked by all <laughs> angles here. This is classic. Let it be known. This is classic. This happens to you anytime that Jason and I are I together yeah. with you. No, I know. We team up. You are welcome. <laughs> so would you say that it was successful, the Koala Challenge? Oh, we were so close. We were. We got to the point. So there's this point where like your partner has to basically help hoist you over their shoulder like potato sack style. Yeah. But then it gets real weird because you have to like you gotta come down, dive down through the undercarriage. Down the back and through the wickets up the front. So we five were, hole. I was able Reverse to get down hole. and I was able to hold on to like the your yeah, like your stomach? My hips. But we it's a couldn't... family podcast. I, guess. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't quite like get we, my we, legs yeah, through. It was your leg position, questionable leg position from Emily there. We needed more. You needed to bring your legs around to the front yes. of the shoulders. Here's the thing though too. Because your knees don't bend the way that you want to like, you just want to like hold the person's legs, but they're like trying to come up under your legs from behind and their knees are like <laughs> straight. This like their legs so are... weird. Yeah. But it should also be noted that Logan has very like wide childbearing hips, so it's really hard yeah. to like yeah. get a good like grip. That's yeah. why I'm I'm a Jeff Dems type. They like to give me the ball in space, let me go to work. I'm glad right. you still have your wedding talking points memorized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyhow, so yeah, we did a little we've done a little of that. <laughs> good times. That's been my day. Um you know, social distancing really forces you to do weird things. Yeah, so I'm just drinking water. I uh, I have a mango white claw. That's adorable. I also have partaken in a, a couple Trulies today. Um, good friend of the podcast, John LaSalle, has the kegerator running right now mm. and has a keg of Channel Marker IPA in it from uh, uh, Isla Marana Beer Company. And that was pretty good. I had, a, I had a, like one and a half of those too. Kegerator. Underrated? Overrated? What do you guys think? I mean, kind of nice. I think it's good to have beer on tap. That's for sure. Yeah, I think a lot of it depends on what's inside yeah. of it. Yep. Uh, and how but, it's used. Yeah, it is. 
it is able to be an extremely useful tool in the yeah. right setting. Correct. It just it's very like soothing to drink beer out of the tap sometimes. It just like it feels different. Yeah. So to speak. You're like drinking it out of the tap, but you're like, man, I didn't pay seven dollars for this. Yeah. This is awesome. Well, it's just like you just go in the garage, freaking thump, put, put it in, <laughs> you know, it's good. Preach so. on it. All right, good times. Um, all right, so let's move on. This is a special feature of the Wheel Rob podcast, not because Jason is joining us, uh, although it does. That is special. Also, because yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like the reason that we're so, we are having this episode isn't only because you're no, allowed to join. Not at all. Um, we've teased this uh, branching out into deeper into lifestyle content on the pod, <laughs> Jason. I'm sure you've heard all the Bachelor episodes where we talked about this. Um, but we wanted to do some, uh, maybe some different podcasts uh, about us. <laughs> and, I'm always here for the content. Um, also, we might be doing some maybe movie and or TV show podcasts coming up too because uh, we have discovered that Jordan and I have a plethora of movies that we just have not seen. And uh, I was wondering how that was going to finish. We should probably. We should, and I was like, there's no way that he can mean what he's going like, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that we just have not seen. We, we have various interesting blind spots. Yep. Um, yeah. I've been made aware of this uh, Google Chrome extension, uh, like the, the Netflix with friends yep. thing. I feel like it could be worthwhile to be investigate. Useful. Uh, maybe maybe watching uh, movies that we've never seen together together. So, <laughs> so I'm not I'm not 100 clear on it. Is is Netflix with is it text only? Are you apparently like you can. I mean, you can watch the movie. What do you mean? Well, so like the the communication between you, the is interaction, it, the with friends. I would part. guess it might be it might be text only, but you apparently everybody has the ability to pause the movie to to t- discuss. So I don't yeah. know. So, I don't know. I mean, you could... I'm fully on board of this plan. It just feels easy, like, easier. I guess the question is: Is it going to look like this? Like, are we all going to be able to like see each other's faces? Right. Exactly. And, and I was going to say, and, let's uh... just think up when we hit start on Netflix and have this going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could do the the Netflix with friends piece as like the the constant, you know, stream, and you can you could if we need to pause it, we could pause it and then do a video. Oh, then go back later in and Google, read. maybe. Uh, got it, got it, got it. So I don't know. Yeah, but worth exploring for our our future yeah. spinoff. No, I think this could be good content. Yeah. Anyhow, that would be a, that would be an interesting idea. Um, there are some embarrassing titles that Jordan and I have not caught wind of yet. We'll tweet so them out. Have, we'll tweet. I have them. absolutely no doubt. <laughs> once once we get the Google Doc all flushed out, we'll, we'll tweet out. <laughs> right, right, right. Out. We got things to do. But anyhow, we uh, we wanted to talk because um, Sweet Coach E over here is a mental health professional, and. Yeah, shout out to you in these trying times. Yes. Uh, we want to talk about uh, our personalities and maybe learn something new about each other and how we can better relate on the podcast. <laughs> we also don't have sports or, or bad. Yeah, there's to also talk no about. sports to talk about. I don't know if you guys heard, uh, got a little bit of a global pandemic situation <laughs> going down. Um, Jason mentioned he'd been on lockdown. We're all pretty much mostly isolated. isolated these Everybody days. should be mildly locked down, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. on that note, I no I've worked from home all week. I haven't left my house since Monday. Um, okay. I wanted to get groceries yesterday, but I went out to the car and my battery is dead. <laughs> oh no, oh, Jordan. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to figure out how to navigate that. Um, but because uh, it's like I I don't really know who drives the car that's parked on either side. 
right now to go oh, yeah. out, to be able to know like which door do I knock on. You're just gonna stay posted, looking through yeah, the blinds. Yeah, so I, like today in the in the afternoon, I was kind of like going every half hour or so to see like has, <laughs> has anybody made a move yet? Is there? So uh, that we'll continue to keep you guys posted on that. Okay. Well, I, I mean, you could also check your area for. Um, there's a company called Shipt, S H I P T. It's a four week free trial where they like have personal shoppers. Yeah. They go like you mm. make your list, they go pick, like pick it all up for you and deliver it to your door. Interesting. Yeah. So if you can't figure out the battery, yeah. some lady, some lady just came, dropped off a target bag on our porch the, yesterday. It's <laughs> nice. wild. I needed yeah. shampoo. I had, uh, I had waffles for dinner tonight. If that okay. gives any a boy. Of, the, of the grocery situation over Atta here. So. Boy. A real Leslie Nope move. I'm proud. Yeah. It's always time for Eggos, all right? <laughs> oh no, they weren't egos. I I mixed the mix. I you got the waffle. Oh, really? Yeah, you got, man, freaking wow. I inherited, I inherited the waffle maker from Merlin Sue Shank that made copious amounts of waffles yes. for four Shank kids growing up. It's so, well seasoned. Respect. Yeah, well seasoned. Nice. Any, nothing sticks to it. Uh, wow, exciting time. So, uh, but so, yeah. yeah, sports have been canceled. The Bachelorette production has been suspended as well as bachelor summer games who knows what's going to happen to paradise guys mm. i don't know so, maybe we'll get to miss out on all of claire's old old dudes i think they're paradise. still going to do it when i heard an interview with like uh abc's like major producer guy like top producer guy Chris Hansen. and he said it's just going to give them more time to basically recruit older guys for her yeah because they they released a list of dudes right and it was mostly like guys in their 20s and yeah, it was like, like some 25 year old bros yeah. it's like really wow anyway <laughs> jason don't know if you heard but the bachelorette is 38 so new uh new info new kudos new proper uh what'd you say said kudos to her she you know she did it look she's doing great she's out mm-hmm. here she's but Still in the universe. also, Jason, good news. They're thinking that they might put on like old uh, seasons of The Bachelor since they can't produce new content. So you'll be right up to speed. You, could, pa- you, pa- could, uh, you could do fantasy drafts and just draft teams on your own and just track and just see how you would have done. You're right. missing Practice out. for the upcoming season. Uh-huh. We'll send right. you the draft order and you can just insert yourself and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I should have, I should have plenty of time to do that. Well, you had plenty of time the last 10 days, but evidently you're free now, which is BS. So. Correct. <laughs> all right. Correct. <laughs> Total BS. Uh, all right. Anyhow, so we're going to talk about personality types. I don't really know what Coach E has in store for us. Uh, there's some sort of hot seat scenario. We're going to, each person's just going to get a time to learn about themselves while everyone else kind of cackles from the side and maybe ask questions of the professional or. You know, chimes in with their personal opinions. Yeah, chimes in with their unfounded, <laughs> uneducated opinions, which is what we do, baby. Yeah. So, um, so take it away. So I no, <laughs> <laughs> I used a random generator. Okay, this is not by choice. Random Who goes first? Generator? I feel like um, on, I feel like before we like in this, we should do a disclaimer of like as many jokes as we make during this that like mental health care is genuinely a good thing. Yep. Oh yeah, and like everybody should do thing. it. We're not we're not thing. trivializing this. This yeah. is just like personality tests on the internet are are kind of low hanging fruit sometimes to yes. uh, create uh, content with, provide moments of candor. Um, 
So <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're doing. Awesome. We're we're taking uh, social distancing and we're trying to make some lemonade out of it. Right. Absolutely. And furthermore, we all know each other very well. And yes. I think that this will be interesting to see how maybe why we know each other well, why we're friends. What maybe we're why, surprised by. Maybe. Why sometimes we make each other mad and <laughs> things of that nature. It'll be fun. Yes. And also, and also, since we're all, um, personality isn't necessarily an indicator of your like mental health. Right. You might be prone to certain different like anxieties or depression based on your personality, but not an indicator. Also, I am trained in Myers-Briggs, how to administer it, how to interpret it, but I'm not necessarily certified in it or the other personality quizzes we're going to go over, but I am trained in them. Yeah. So that's fine. Broad disclaimer there. And the personality thing is not equal or synonymous with like someone's identity either. So it's not well like said. it's not like when we say these things like you are, we're not actually like you that as actually a are stuck in this. And, correct. Yeah. And this will get at probably when maybe when I talk, but I don't. Re I really hate when people uh, like write off their behavior based on like a, their internet personality quiz yep. results. It's like, not. An oh, oh, not I am such an yeah. ESFP. That is so classic me. And it's like okay, all right. Yeah. Like you, that was objectively. A Thing that you it's did. not an you excuse for anything, and it doesn't yeah, lock yeah. you into anything. It's just yep. interesting. Yeah. It's all, right, cool. insight. all right, good talk. We all agree. All yep. right. So the first one on the hot seat is Logan. Oh. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. That's why you're asking me all these questions the other day. Yes. Yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> so uh, all three took three separate quizzes. Okay. Um, one was from 16personalities.com, which is kind of a version of the Myers-Briggs personality test that looks at four different spectrums. The first being extroversion, introversion, which is basically how you get your energy. Um, and so extroverts- The sun. The sun. Yeah. Um, yes. Extroverts tend to get their energy from being around other people and being social. Introverts tend to get their energy from spending time by themselves. Um, it doesn't have anything to do with being shy or not, just more of, right. okay, like... Or not liking people. Not liking people, exactly. Or, or being uh, being one, uh, a recluse. Right. Yeah. Which but I feel like a lot of people, it's hot online nowadays to be like, oh, introverts everywhere are rejoicing for social distancing. It's like, nah, not really. Not true. true. I'm going crazy. Yeah. Um, so Logan came out 71% extroverted. Yeah. No surprise there. Out of what, 100? Yes. Uh, the next no, 300, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> 71%. That's a percent number. His, That's my bad. His next two traits are a little willy-nilly, kind of in the middle here. Yeah. Um, so we have the spectrum of observant versus sensing. So observant people, which is N in your four letters, yeah. they tend to drive their information more from like, the bigger ideas of things um, and patterns or their impression um, of facts, whereas observant people are more like, no, facts are facts. I take the information in front of me and that's truth. And Logan is an observant person. So you're more of, you take information from your senses and what's in front of you versus like big picture. That's right. At least based on the recent quiz we took. Yeah. But you don't um, necessarily agree with the recent quiz. I no, we're getting into that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> he also came out 
on the thinking versus feeling spectrum. So do you use more logic to make decisions or do you go more with your emotion and your gut? He came out as a feeler. Hmm. Don't Can't say I... Huh. 51%. Yeah, I mean, 51%. Oh, yeah, you're riding well, the line. What was my other one? 40, it was like... It was, 56%. Yeah, 56%. And then you were 64% judging, which is that you are a planner... Um, you like to execute things versus perceivers are more spontaneous, go with the flow. Yeah. Um, so all of that together means that you are an ENTJ with, or no, sorry, that was what you're usually are. You came out an ESFJ, which is a console, popular, supportive of your friends. Uh, you like social gatherings. I do like those. You like to make everyone happy. Uh, you're always life of the party. They're uncomfortable with tension and do their best to restore harmony and stability. Not interested in debate. See, now this is where we're getting into like, how did you come out with this result? I highly disagree. Um, I, I'm i not going to debate you on that. You there. would like to. <laughs> See what I did there? <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, I feel like the fact i mean i don't know what kind of like error margin and like the way that these questions are posed sometimes i'm like i don't feel like i'm the kind of person that's ever going to be like 100% strongly agree with anything too so i feel like it it provides for more well, answers that's in you're the middle feeling, Logan. what that's cuz you're feeling well sure so um that all said I'm not surprised that I had a couple answers in the middle, but this is right. not the first time when I was ENTJ before the previous couple of times I've taken it. I came out as ENTJ. I was close to 50, 50 on the middle too. Also. Yes. I'm a dynamic personality. Or indecisive. Yeah. That. So, what, so remind this time you got ESFJ. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the aspects of ESFJ, I personally agreed with about you was the aspect of like, you're a pretty popular person. You True. you like True. being with people. You're very sociable. Um, you find time to like chat with everybody. If we're at a party, you're not someone who's just going to close in on a certain group. You are like going around making sure everyone's included. I'm a dapper. I'm a dapper. I like to dap. Right. But um, not these very... days. We're, we're just doing elbow bumps. <laughs> elbow elbow bumps. bumps all the way. Right. We, we elbow I might bump even be going look, with like we look air away. elbow. We look yep. away and we elbow bump. Yep. Yeah. Those mucous membranes in the eyes, too. I think we know? should just start dabbing at each other out of respect. <laughs> the things I did not agree with ESFJ, the idea that you don't like to debate. Guys, she has one. so much notes. But it's, no it's, I'm not going to say all of them. No, no, that's They're fine. just here to help guide me. They're for later, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also talked about you being like, this personality type is not interested in having like philosophical conversations or you know like again like heated debates or talking about things that are more logical and I was like yeah no Logan really likes doing those things and I also felt like Logan, this... Logan lives for <laughs> being annoying <laughs> it also said you're more concerned with fashion appearance and social status which I don't feel like is you I mean I wouldn't be me if I didn't get a little nasty, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to like designer jeans and stuff. So this is the description I feel like describes Logan more. Is, feel free to chime in. This is ENTJ. ENTJ. So it's switching the two letters that 
you were more in the middle about. Princess Leia, famous E and TJ. <laughs> Charismatic and confident, uh, but can be characterized characterized as ruthless. <laughs> Definitely. They love a good challenge and a battle of wits, um, a good repartee, <laughs> <laughs> especially with someone who can keep up with them intellectually. Um, they tend to crush the sensitivities of those they view as inefficient, incompetent, and lazy. No way. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, I mean, sorry for your sensitivities, but geez. I think you disproved my point. <laughs> I mean, come on. Sensitivities. Sorry you're such a done. snowflake, but I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> uh, Stu got sorry, but I'm not going to apologize. Um, I mean, listen, I won't, I won't debate you there. I, I think ENTJ fits me a little better. I would maybe push back a little bit on all naming all the things that make me sound like a callous douchebag. But you know, <laughs> I, uh, I do think there's, I do think that there's a, uh, I do think there's a good, a good side. I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like those parts. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's not so nice things I could have done without. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I think I do think this tends to describe you better. The some of the positives of this in terms of like how you relate to people, even ENTJs, they are people who like they really do pursue their friendships and they like to push other people towards like I guess you could say excellence, but when I see that from you, it's like you tend to see the best in people and you see their potential. So you are really good at connecting with them and helping them see that for themselves. Hmm. And like we were talking earlier about how maybe sometimes that can come across as like you're too much of a driver. Yeah. But I do think it's coming from a good place oh. that you want people to be their best. And even at work, like if you're doing a project, you want it to be its best. True. That's my thought. Yeah. Oh. All right. yeah. That sounds better. I like I like that. That that got better. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're like all of the I think all of these bullet points that they list out for you, they it it's so situational, like is it mm -hmm. a positive or is it a negative thing? Right. And to what degree do you have your foot on the gas for that particular trait or bullet point? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I I agree, Jordan. Um, and I do think I would. I'll say my I'm, my I'm like the middle person in in this podcast in terms of like, Jordan. You've known Logan since you guys were kids, right? More or less, but not yeah, like but, but not, not on this the level. depth. Oh, that's fair. And yeah, like yeah. Logan, we've been we've been like really good friends since like what seventh grade. Yeah. So we both like. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get deep for a second. So we both like we both knew Logan like pre Emily, and I think I've seen a change where like I could almost, I I very much understand why the um, NT and SF part are your very like flexible ones, not flexible but like right on the middle. Oh sure. Um, because I do think that you're you're right in the middle on both of those. But I like if I look over the the traits for NT and the traits for SF, I do think you've evolved not evolved but you've shifted a little bit from mm -hmm. NT to SF hmm. um, because wow. like I uh, your wife <laughs> you got talk man um, no like but I've, I've seen that change in terms of like you know I remember when we were in high school and even in college you'd like snap decision 
Like, I'm either going to this party or not. Like, nope, I'm done. Don't care. Don't care about anybody <laughs> right. asking me, like, any of that stuff. Right now, I, <laughs> yeah, I feel like true. you are a little bit more like, okay, well, who's going to be there? Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like we can make, like, 15 minutes and, like, you dip out and that sort of thing. Like, say hi, just so, you know, people know that we were there. Yeah, just yeah. so people know that we care about them and that sort of thing. And and so I, I think it's interesting that I think that kind of does describe a little bit of, like, how you've... The journey. Yeah, yeah, your journey, how you've come into your own a little bit as as Logan Whitehouse husband rather than Logan Whitehouse seventeen to twenty year old bachelor. So, right, um, I, I think that's I mean, an interesting part. I also like that uh, it lists you as extrovert instead of introvert because I've always known you were an extrovert even when you were saying no to every single time I wanted to go to a party. <laughs> uh, because yeah, I do, but like again, I see you around other people, and you you very much get energy out of other people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that, when, that's kind of the point. Even like, when that, you're just like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go. Right, but just because I didn't want to go doesn't mean I didn't like people. Exactly, just, exactly. I yeah. didn't like all of them. And so I was, I was, I was worried that you were gonna get an eye for that one, and I was like, this is gonna like, prove everything you said 15 years ago. <laughs> oh no, no, but no! I think I'm very classic. Him. I think I would agree that I'm a very classic extrovert. Yeah. Um, I think Emily would agree with that too. Yep, I yeah. agree. Yeah. But no, so that, that's what's interesting to me is those middle two letters and the the fluidity between them. Yeah. It's interesting you say that, Jason, because like it says of the ENTJ personality type that because they are very growth oriented um, and they seize opportunities to improve themselves. Yeah, so I, I think that. that speaks to like exactly what you're saying about maybe being able to say like, OK, like I can lean into more of like my sensitivity and that feeling aspect or my like, in, you know, maybe sometimes like be more of a sensor versus intuitive. So yeah. it's interesting. I yeah. think I think. I think, uh, and this is true for probably all of us, that, like, high school us is, like, nope, I made a decision. Like, yeah, like yeah. nope, I'm done. I'm not going to that party at all. Like, well, what if we went for 10 minutes? Like, no, I said I wasn't going. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like we're, we're all, like, kind of, like, puppies. Like, we had very raw, oh, yeah. like, uh, natures in that, like, we Hit would strong. just, yeah, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. And, and you're just kind of, like, you're, you're trying to find yourself. And well, and I think it's, like, high school is kind of the first time like you can drive and you got a little bit of money. And so it's like the first time you get to like make decisions in life for your actual decisions. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so like you're, you're immediately very confident in those decisions. Yes. Yeah. You got to get excited in, you got to get excited. Yeah, you're in. just like, Oh, I can make this choice now. Like I got 15 years of experience done, not changing my <laughs> yes. mind. Like, although I will say I will never apologize for missing Kelsey Wong's party to watch Florida beat the living I, out of Florida I, state. I have, that is one thing I've long since giving up. Given up and seeking a retribution. Oh, they unloaded on Florida State. Let me tell you, that was a great team. That I can't, was a great I can't team too. It. Chris Leak went for like four fifty. Oh, give me the vapors. Just thinking about so it. So many boys. vapors. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving here. Yeah. What's next? Well, just the last thing I'll say about your Myers Briggs is like the kind of cool thing that's kind of in the middle here for for you and both of the categories is about your friendships, which I think speaks to your relationships on the podcast. Oh, is that you? tend to pursue friends who enjoy learning and development as much as you do, which I think is kind of true of the two of you. Um, and that you also pay a great deal of attention to your friendships. You're very loyal. You stand up for your friends no matter what. Um, and that you are sensitive to staying in tune with what motivates and drives your friends, which I think is true. I would agree. I agree. Yeah. You're welcome. How uncomfortable are you feeling with us talking about you? 
I mean, it, it's it's been it's taken a nice positive turn here for the past couple <laughs> minutes. So, <laughs> I mean, you the legs out from you to build you back I mean, up. I'm not uh, touch with the power steering, so we're good. I think it's just like exactly what Jordan said. It's framing it like could it sometimes yeah. come across as like ruthless, maybe. But I think you've also like you've softened some of your edges, so you're still effective in getting a job done, and like. You might still get annoyed by inefficiencies because, again, like your goal is like, let's do something well, not because your goal is to like put people down. Correct. Yeah. Anyway. All right. The next quiz is the Enneagram, which is what really started this whole thing because I kept bringing it up and you guys were like, what the heck is that? (laughs) Every This is hot. The Enneagram is hot right now. Super hot on Instagram. Hot in the streets. They should call it the any Instagram. You feel me? Real white girl mm. culture right now. Just get a pumpkin spice latte and talk about oh. the Enneagram. Oh my God, this is why I love you. You're a two, I'm a three. Let's go talk about that. I mean, we're only, what, six months out from those being back? So. Yeah, which three of them are going to be spent doing this with you guys? Actually, so. I did see uh, pumpkin spice bags of coffee in Sharp Shopper the other day. Oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> If y'all get a Jones in, I, I might be able to hook it up. Start feeling the itch. Right. I'm all good. We have a very um, disappointing tradition in our family in which somebody gets a bag, or uh, sorry, a box of pumpkin spice Cheerios for Christmas every year. And it's the same <laughs> box that my mom like bought like five years ago, and just like it, uh, we always just forget, and it gets wrapped and ends up like in someone's like it's like oh this is a present like because. It's like a little Cheerios box. It looks like a, uh, you know, it looks like a box like a shirt would come in, and then everyone always opens it, and it's just pumpkin spice Cheerios. Is it? Oh, is it an unopened box of cereal? Yes, yes, yes. That's awesome. Still an unopened box. That was of cereal. We had a uh, in my on my mom's side of the family. There was a like very old um, like bra box. Okay. Like box that a bra came in, and yes. it was used to hold random presents that couldn't fit in another box. And so it got passed around the family for like 15 or 20 years. Oh, nice. <laughs> and so like once a year, everybody's like somebody would open the box. And, ah, brah! And like, <laughs> <laughs> I like that there was still cereal in the box. That's funny. Oh, yeah. There was another one we had briefly, just real quick, in the family that was a, uh, it was this vest that was like a, the type of vest that maybe like a, like a cholo drug lord would wear. Um, <laughs> well, you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> we can't say that? I don't, I don't know. I don't we, know. I'm You're pretty the sure we can say it. that. It's a, it's a descriptor. Um, you live in Florida. You have as much case as any of us. So, yeah, just like uh, you know, like a okay. What do you want me to say? Hispanic gangster? Is that better? <laughs> like you know the guy from the movie. There's a look. There, we know. Yeah, what yes, there's a look. Hey, but like, you, but anyhow, feel free. It's like keep a vest. digging, brother. <laughs> there's all kinds of crazy, uh, like insignias and such on the vest, and there's like across the back in like gothic text. Again, you know the look. Uh, it says like I don't know what does it say like Gomez or something on it. And yeah, it's classic. But um, I think my brother threw it away. Killed oh. the family tradition. Connor. Hater. All right. Anyhow, let's keep it moving. Enneagram time. What is the Enneagram? <laughs> Tell us what it is. Um, why should we? Why should we care about Enneagrams? So I think if anything, I have found anything. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I think it kind of helps, like. Uh, com- uh, compliment the Myers-Briggs kind of like direct a little more for people like you who are kind of in the middle of things to be like oh okay this makes sense yeah um so it's based off of nine different personality types and each type you will have a strength but you'll also have a wing 
Ooh. And your wing is basically your complementary number. Um, is that a, a thing that you're like secondarily good at? Yes. It's like a secondary like type. It's like a minor. For what happens if you get the same number for two wings? Can you, you, can't can you do double it. wing it? So how the Enneagram is set up, it's like... Um, it's like a heat map. Yeah. And so let's say I'm an eight. So seven and nine are the wings for an eight. And I'm going to gravitate towards one of those numbers. Oh. So you can only sense? wing adjacent to your number. Right. Oh. But then across from you, you're going to have um, a growth direction. So like in your growth periods, you're going to be more like integrating towards this number. But in points of stress and friction, you're getting friction, whatever. <laughs> you're going to like integrate more in this direction of like on unhealthiness i guess what what about when mercury's in retrograde oh you're definitely disintegrated (laughs) okay so this will make more sense as i'm talking about disintegrated yeah that's not the word i'm looking for i don't like um no actually it is disintegration okay so logan is oh disintegrated (laughs) oh so like that That's another movie I haven't seen. I, yeah, I believe in this context, disintegration as in like the gradual coming apart. Yes. Like, like the opposite like of integration. Not, like Correct. the opposite yeah. of growth. Yeah, exactly. So Logan is an eight with a wing seven. Oh, yeah. So the eight type is known as the challenger. And a seven wing is known as what makes that type then the maverick. Bring <laughs> eight and seven together. The challenging maverick. Um, so the Maverick is the nonconformist, self-confident, sociable, pragmatic, ambitious, and independent. Mm. They fear being controlled by others, and their basic desire is to remain in control of their own lives. <laughs> <laughs> their strengths include making logical decisions, connecting, creating optimistic plans, oh, leading yeah. others, and sharing opinions openly. Leader of men. Oh, opinion share too? I'm in on this. Go Weaknesses ahead. include... Impatient, um, sometimes overindulgent, difficulty listening to authority, and insensitive. Hmm. Hmm. I agree with the first part more than the second. Yeah, yeah, I agree with your strength slogan, but your weaknesses, boy, I don't know where they get off. <laughs> I no. do think you can sometimes be impatient. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, Logan, I'd be curious... How much of your weaknesses do you agree with versus do you take like a legit beef? The with? impatient one, like what were they? Impatient, impatient, overindulgent. I don't necessarily agree with that one. Overindulgent, like in like a like, I don't think I'm like a super treat yourself kind of person. Is that <laughs> is that the way that we're thinking about this? Yeah, I think that's what overindulgent Do you think is. I am? I think you I think I am more so than to you. It. I think you are prone to it and you've learned how to like rein it in. Okay. Like you're mindful of it. Like you've for example, like you've said before, like you like greasy or like very savory foods, yeah. but that's not the best thing for you. So you've learned how to be like mindful about it and not overindulge in it. Okay. I guess I wasn't necessarily thinking about it like purely from the standpoint of like <laughs> gluttony but i was gonna say it's not all hedonistic <laughs> right 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 <laughs> i got you okay all right what were the other ones um difficulty listening to authority i don't agree with that i one. don't either you are like a like 
chain of command. Yeah. Uh, You're a yeah. pleaser. Um, insensitive. Uh, I could see that sometimes, maybe. Mm-hmm. I could see where that, like, it could get that way. It could come across sense. that way. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, in work, this is this is great. Okay. This is the part I'm like, because oh. here's the thing about COVID, guys, is when you're working COVID. at home with your spouse, you really get to see what their working style is. So <laughs> it's like, oh, man, this is so spot on. So in the work environment, oh, when communicating with this personality type, you must be logical, balanced, and direct. When meeting with them, allow them to share new ideas while logically addressing the purpose of the meeting. Be clear and brief when emailing them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sounds right. Uh, yeah, this, one, this one's checking out a whole lot. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how often I'll hear Logan say things like, I don't know what the point of that meeting was. Like, I don't know why it needed to be an hour. I could have been sending an email. That could have, yep. <laughs> survived another meeting that could have been an email. <laughs> Check. Um, your motivations are spending time in groups of people, freedom and opportunity in work making practical decisions, exercising, and exerting pent-up energy. What stresses you is you feel drained when you feel out of control or insignificant, uh, reconciling with your emotions, being perceived as bossy or controlling, or other self-pity or lack of action. That's true. Yeah. I think I think we saw an example of that earlier in the show where he took <laughs> issue with being perceived as bossy or controlling. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Crazy. They're, they're, they're on me. Crazy. The Enneagrams. Very crazy. So when you're talking about like the growth oriented, so when you are in a direction of growth, you're more oriented towards a two type, which is my type, Ooh. which is that like very like um, caregiving. What, are you, what does it oriented mean? Like you're going to like move in that direction. I become that way when I'm growing. Yes, or you'll take on more of those traits. Not that you'll become a two, right, but, but you'll when, take on more of that. When do I let those traits go? What do you mean? Well, those traits in theory are different than the traits that I normally show, right? Well, no, because if you think about it, when it talked about, for example, how you are motivated to like in friendships, being around groups of people, like you yeah. are loyal. So like in times of growth, you're going to become more that way, which is the two type. So you'll take on more of the oh. two's traits. Okay. Does that make any sense? No. <laughs> I feel like you're saying that I'm going to become more like myself. Direct communication. We're we're witnessing, right? Now. Yeah, I, I feel like you're you're describing. It's sort of like a wheel, right? Yep. So across from the eight is the two. Yep. So you're saying in times of growth, I become, I take on more two traits. Yep. But you were just you were you were describing traits of me and eight and saying that I was becoming more like a two, but you were using the traits of an eight. I was doing that to say like, there's things that you may already possess that will become more at the forefront of who you are. Because they're more at the forefront of a two? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, does that make more sense? Yes. Good clarification. (laughs) And then during times of stress or disintegration, you move more towards Mm. a five type, which tends to be more secretive and fearful. So all of us, can be half of the traits. Oh wait, there's nine. There's nine traits. So we're all gonna like at some point before the nine. You, I'm trying to think how to describe this the easiest way. So 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> and you've got like a main number that yes. will pretty much like with most personalities, we can grow and evolve over time. Uh-huh. But studies and research show that really your personality is your personality. Yeah. Um, so just like Jason was pointing out earlier, you've you've taken on some more like feeling or sensing traits. That was a good one. But probably the best thing that describes you most is ENTJ. Like that's kind of what you might fall back on more often than okay. not. So same thing with like an eight will probably always best describe you. The seven is like your complimentary number. Yes. And then you'll become more like a two, but stay an eight as you grow. I see. But if you're starting to like show more five traits. I'm disintegrating. Yes. Oh, and some ways to see this is like if you do take the Enneagram in a time where you're like really stressed, then it you might mistype as a five. Hmm. Wow. A false mm-hmm. positive of sorts. So what was interesting to me, Logan, <laughs> yes. is that a few months ago when you took this, you did test as a two. Like you? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Which is your growth number. Huh. So Wow, must have been a time of growth. Must have been. It was the it was the holiday season. It was upon us. Making yeah. gains. You're right. Locar Blogi is back. Full full eight. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, we have your top five. Your five. Oh, I strengths. also sent you my strength finders results, right? Yeah, but to be fair with the other two That's guys, fine, I used but the I'm same just testament. as complimentary since it's just... <laughs> yeah. I've actually done we had to do a couple of these things for work, so I've uh in like Oh, you took the the legit paid one. I took yeah the legit paid strength finders one, which is like the we took the free version basically. Yeah, for the purposes right, of these episodes. To your top five analyst, you like to analyze in order to find root causes and to prove concepts and ideas. Winner. You're competitive, you compete to win. You are also more likely to participate in competitions when you feel more likely to win. Uh, well, Sometimes it doesn't even matter what you're competing for. Um, absolutely. <laughs> people, like, people like being on teams with you. You infuse passion into a competition and make sure the victory is celebrated <laughs> accordingly and appropriately. I don't appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> accordingly and appropriately um your third is i hope i'm saying this right philomath uh you love to learn new things you learn very fast and thrive on short projects um fourth is a storyteller which i mean come on we don't even have to explain that you host sp- a podcast i can spin a yarn baby <laughs> um and lastly you're a deliverer responsible and follow through on all promises so I feel like that like all ties together a pretty strong, accurate picture of you. Wow. How do you feel about your results? Um, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. So like, am I, in your estimation, in the right career field for my personality type? I think based on like what I was reading. I'm not going to take this answer and like be like, all right, no, it's time no, for the no, law no. school boys. <laughs> uh, time I, update the LinkedIn. <laughs> I think you are. I think you would thrive more in your current job if you were in more of a management role where you were like able to lead people and interact more with others. I think 
the part of your job that's probably difficult with for you is the lack of social interaction. Uh-huh. And I think kind of going back to that maverick type, I don't think you necessarily like don't like authority. I just think you're someone who, and don't take this the wrong way, but I think you might think like, oh, I, I see a more effective and efficient way we could get this done. And so I think you would enjoy being in a leadership role where mm. you could make more of those decisions. Interesting. Yeah, I think he, he would definitely prefer to like, and I think a lot of us would, but when we see those opportunities, like prefer not to have to deal with a chain of command or, you know, bureaucracy as it is called sometimes. Just like, sure. let me do my thing. Uh-huh. Hmm. Very interesting. I like that uh I like that one of your five was Philomath. Um which it also shouts out to Mark Teeting. Can you break that down SAT style? Uh Philo is lover, right? Yep. And I'm guessing math must be like some Latin for new things or something. But I, don't uh, know what... Latin, I, I think it's Latin for learning. Like polymath is a learner of all things. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, so that one, that's the one that jumped out at, at me because, um, yeah, I do think that like ever since I've known you, you've been like, yeah, let's just learn some new shit, like constantly. So, um, that, yeah. that was, I was surprised that one wasn't the top one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's what I've seen a lot, um, which what makes it saying? interesting that you'd say, the management role is is ideal, Emily. I I think I think it would be true from the side of things that you said, but I do worry about like like management, and it, it's it's way less of an issue for Logan specifically, and way more an issue for like the world. Um, like management is oftentimes seen as like no man, like you don't have time to learn anymore. Like you got to yeah. teach them stuff and that sort of thing. So. I don't know. I do think that it would be suited to all to a lot of the other traits, but I worry because that's something I've always known that you like. You just love acquiring knowledge, yeah. so I think it'd be you'd have to like carve out time to learn new stuff. Interesting. Well, that's well said, Jason. Thank you. So, like, do you think Logan could be some like would be someone who would enjoy, for example, being a professor? where you can like kind of lead and teach others while still doing a lot of your own learning and research. That'd be interesting. Um, I don't think I have the, I don't think I have the, um, I was thinking academic rigor, like aspect of that's possible that job. Yeah. I was thinking more like, like leading a research team. Ah, yeah. Mm. Like whether that's in a laboratory or in the field or something like that, if you just had like mm-hmm. your crew and you were just discovering it, like that, that yeah. to me would be something that fits all well, of Well, it is interesting, Emily, that you said like I thrive in like shorter, like shorter yeah. time spans of things. I, I do think I would agree with that. Um, in my current role, I've been doing it now coming up on four years and it's like, you don't really want, like, it's not that I'm over it because I will sit here and talk to each and every one of you about the Everglades and why they're important <laughs> yeah. and, and yep. the, and the, the well role, the role that they serve in Florida and how it's a political issue and how it's also an environmental issue and how the things are all intrinsically linked and all this stuff. And I still love that, but like the actual role itself has, 
I would say, gone a bit stale just from the standpoint of, yeah, like... Yeah, I think that's where it's, like... So... Because the first thing you said, like, the how it's all interconnected is way more open-ended. Yeah. Like, there's always stuff changing and stuff, more yes. stuff to learn and that sort of thing. More, more, yeah, more to consider. Right. But that's almost why I think I could be in a good position because in, the nature of my job is that it does turn over every so often sure. as projects change and as, you know, I... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's always been, that has been something I've consistently said I like about the job is that it yeah. does change. You design something and you build it and then you move on and you design something else and you build it. And yeah, that well, makes sense to me. But yeah, I do. That That's interesting all around. Yeah, I, I like what you said, Jason, that idea of almost like leading like a research team. Because I think the, the thing about management, like you said, that I think would get to Logan is the feeling kind of more like a, a company man versus like getting to like, do cool new things. Yep. Yeah, That's like I would, I would worry you'd be you'd be stuck in the middle of like you sh you should be leading people because you're a great leader, but also like I think if you got too far and you were just if you were high enough basically that you're only thinking conceptually, yeah, and, yeah. and like passing on those concepts to hmm. lower managers who dictate the teams and that sort of thing. I think you would drive yourself insane. Yeah. So yes. finding a finding a role that would kind of have a balance of like leading from the trenches or right. the foxhole type. Agreed. Thing. You're an innovator. Much to be in the mix. Yeah. The difference between like a major general and a colonel who's like with his troops. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me see. Well, it all comes down to the guap, though, you know. <laughs> Comes down to the Quan is what Cash, it comes down to. You are my ambassador of Quan. <laughs> Cash was everything around me. I've said it once. I've said it again. Go ahead. It's not Quan. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, now that I feel built up and loved and <laughs> and known by you guys, this is a good time. Great times. Yeah. Good work, Emily. Mm -hmm. Did you look at my strength finders thing? Did you did it line up pretty good? Yeah, I felt like it, it lined up pretty good with the top five, which is basically a ripoff of that. I think yeah. they use different words. With the diet like, version of the test. I think the one that was the couple that weren't. Because analyst this one, was my first one for uh, that too. Right? Yeah. I think just like the wooer was your like second yeah. one on your other one. And I think that was like kind of like the winner. But it was a little bit more about how you want to bring people along with you in winning. If yes. that makes sense. So you use a lot of like charm and. Um, I'm the libero. I'm the setter. You let me run free. Put people That's, in position. I feel my, as a person who works in sports here, I want to jump in and say that a libero and setter are wildly different. <laughs> well, I'm the libero then. Probably. There you go. <laughs> as a person who works in sports. You can make a card case for either of those. Just pick one. That's <laughs> my ethos better. Wasn't connector one of your other ones? I think so. Which again kind of goes with like winner again. Like you want to. So I'm, I'm Michael Bradley. That goes to like your Fox ENTJ. Box box that goes to your ENTJ and even your eight again, where like you're competitive, you like to win, but you also like to bring a team of people together who yeah. are going to get the job done well. So you like, you're so really. You're really good at what I was saying earlier, like identifying strengths in people yeah. and seeing how they fit in a team. So connecting them together towards a common goal. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's why I feel like you're much more of an ENTJ than a Yeah. ESJ. It was a bad or quiz. ES. Maybe maybe it was just 
I think, well, what it boils down to when your numbers are that close to the middle, it's just, it's, it's question gonna, dependent. Yeah. So the mood you're in and yeah. yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, um, great. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got anything else to say? Questions. Who's, who's next? I can't tell you until the beginning of the episode. <laughs> great. Way, way, way to hold strong, Emily. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to learning more about you guys. I should read more um, and be more prepared to talk about everyone else's personality types. I guess I'm a so would you would you guys? Oh no, I feel like it takes away from. Well, now I can share it with you. Who's next? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you can be prepared. Yeah, whatever. Hey, you already know. Whisper in my ear. No. <laughs> cool. So, um, what else is going on? Anybody else got anything they want to say? Uh, I don't think so. Jamie, you hired a basketball coach last That's night. Right. That's right, Jason. Coaching Who season. is the new coach? Mr. Mark Byington. Okay, co- Byington. Uh, let's make sure we get the pronunciation right. Yeah, yeah. Thank Your you, co-hosts Jordan. get it right. You yeah. have it right, obviously. Mark Byington. Buying. So, like, I am buying yeah. a Ten. jacket, but with 10 on the end yeah. of it. Buying tin. His letter roll off the tongue. From Georgia Southern. He was the, he was the head coach of Georgia Southern for seven years. So does uh, he say it Byington or does he enunciate? No, he's not, he's he's a Salem, Virginia boy. He's not he's not full Georgia quite yet. Okay. There's a there's uh, a little bit of a little bit of twang. He's been seven years there. Salem, and, Virginia uh, is not exactly years. Salem, Virginia is not exactly New York City when it comes well, to no, but Virginia. it's also not Statesboro, Georgia. So uh, I used to live in Statesboro, Georgia. That sucks. I'm sorry. I didn't hate it. You were like seven. This is true. <laughs> it was half of, half of third grade. Um, um, we got our guys Maxi there. He was uh, he was incredibly successful. Well, not I won't say incredibly successful. He won uh, a whole lot more games than he lost, which is not easy to do at Georgia Southern um, yes. school without a ton of resources, especially for basketball. Princeton um, offense. Not a Princeton offense. Fast, up tempo. Ooh, pace and space, baby. Let's go. Um, but uh, yeah, it seems like that is um, you know with with all the stuff going on, where we can't couldn't have a press conference, unfortunately. So we did a teleconference today. He knocked it out of the park. Love it when a coach wins the press conference. Yep, that's all undefeated. One to know. That's like eighty percent of my job right there. So yep. um, yeah, did a great job. Uh, in and of himself, I can't emphasize enough. I didn't train him up to being that good at press conferences. He did it himself. So if we, <laughs> so, okay. if we sent him these quizzes, would he be ready to jump on for episode four? So uh, you can get to learn your yeah, coach. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, I can't think of anything more important that he's doing right now this weekend. Right. So I mean, he's got some time. There's nothing yeah. going on. Is it recruiting dead period? Right. It is, which means he's uh, just – Trying to get a hold of our guys because none of them are on campus. Uh, yeah. Hi, son. I'm Coach Byington. That's okay. That's much. <laughs> I hope you'll be buying into my buying to both sides of the court. All fun games. You get my fired. Is he a floor slapper? Is Coach Byington a floor slapper? I don't know. I don't believe so. But okay. When's the last time you played a one-three-one press, son? We're bringing it all day long. Uh, 
It's going to be a good time. Looking forward to the Dukes opening up the, yeah. what is it, the BB&T Center. So he'll be oh, the first hand that Tony Bennett shakes next year. So what? He'll, he, he and Tony Bennett will have the first uh, head coach, head coach handshake in that building, right? Uh, or elbow. Well, I have, I have no idea on first. I think dates are all still up in the air, but one okay. of the first. Okay. Yeah, EMU will probably play them in like a, a, a warm-up game and get roasted. Pace and friendly space city. I expect Jordan. I expect you to have season tickets. Logan, I expect you to be here for the Virginia game. The well, pace and, once the pace, my, hey, once my mega nice. booster suite is complete and I get to, <laughs> I get to sign off on some of the more recent renovations, then... you see me up there just pounding an extra large Chick Fil A nugget tray. And Jordan double fist and truly lemonade. <laughs> there's a, there's, a, there's, a there's a raisin canes in the building. Okay. Oh. Okay. Um, now I don't even have a raisin canes outside. No, this is the first raisin canes in Harrisonburg. They're gonna be open so to the, the like, pro move would yeah. be to keep it open during like normal hours. So that's what's happening. There's a, there's an outside entrance and an entrance into the building. Look at you. Oh, okay. Guys. Thinking. You guys, I I don't think I think you guys don't quite realize what the building's gonna be. Like it's it's very much a building that you're gonna not understand. Like JMU's not supposed to have places like it. It's crazy. What is it uh, akin to? Um, it is a much, I won't say much. It's just, it's a smaller version uh, and less tricked out version of JPJ. Okay. It'll be the second best arena in the state. Wow. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And considering the price tags on both, I'm not ashamed to be not quite as good as John yeah. Paul. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So, Jason, one of the, one of the things that JPJ uh, – does a lot is get like the the off-season acts to come yeah. in like they've hosted uh wwe raw they get the the monster trucks in there what yeah, kind swift. of uh what kind of level of non hoops action are we are we uh, likely as likely as much as we can get um because it, it has a practice court has a practice facility attached to it so it's not like we need to be you know we always keep in mind the basketball teams but we're not beholden to them needing practice time or having to go to UA and crap like that. Like we were in our um, former bomb shelter slash airplane hangar. Yeah. They had to practice on the court there. Or yeah. And like when it was graduation or choices, they practiced at UREC. <laughs> yeah. The, the wow. place was built in 1982. Yeah. The electric zoo brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we've, uh, we've hired, there's a, there's a director for that building now. Um, and he, along with one or two other staffers, is going to be responsible for getting, like you said, off-season acts, events. Got to have a spot for the Home and Garden Show. God, right. God love the Home and Garden non-stop, Show. Non-stop Old Crow Medicine Show concerts. Obviously. Um, two or three of those. They're no. going to become the Dave Matthews Band of Harrisonburg. There's a, uh, they, they deserve it more than the freaking Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> tell you that. Um, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Couple no, UVA grads. I, won't, I will not negotiate on this. <laughs> no, I mean I'm not a big Dave, I'm not a big um, DMB guy myself. But, yep. but uh, yeah, there, there's going to be a concert. Um, the week of those opening games is kind of like an opening concert. Um, the, the Dead, uh, huh? Is it going to be the Dead Fish Dead <laughs> Company um, with John I, Mayer? I have no idea. I that's not true, but I, it's not finalized. None of it's finalized yet, but. This is why Jason doesn't come on the podcast anymore right. because he just gets, he gets grilled. But no, it's uh, I mean it seats eighty five hundred people. It's nice. I mean I've told people that so there's two levels. There's you know the bottom level and the t- and the top level. Good description, Jason. 
Um, but so the like the back it could have been the right level and the left level. Yeah, was, you know, it, so there's the there's the north level and the um, but the back seats in the on the top level are closer to the court than like almost all of the top level at the convo. Wow! So it is an intimate arena, but it's That's very awesome. steep. Get get the noise coming down onto the young men and ladies. All, can't forget the lady dudes. Section's gonna have it have it jumping. Student section gonna be like down on the floor again. Uh, yeah, baseline on the floor. Cool. Oh, wow. yeah, that's tight. Did you guys graduate at Harrison Mark High School, or did you graduate no. at the the common? Yeah, yeah, same. Yep. Same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We twice. We, we were. Oh yeah, yeah. you were double convo. So was Jason. Oh, I didn't graduate the convo. Oh, football stadium? No, I graduated. Uh, it was going to be the football stadium. and But my senior year was when it was under construction. Uh, so I graduated uh, on those old soccer fields that no longer exist anymore. Oh, wow. Hmm. I am not – yeah, I'm not I'm not nostalgic about graduation day. I mean – I was never... very hungover. I overslept, uh, so I didn't shave. Um, let's see. This is, uh, this is this extremely college. Uh, yeah, it was, I don't. I could not with a gun to my head. I could not tell you who my speaker was. Some it, dude booted like near me on the lawn. Respect. Uh, I mean, I, I have all the love in the world for James Madison University, and I will ride for it every day. I, it none of that is affected. Ours by was uh, the former. Our guy was the former governor who went to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh. know who that is. Governor of Virginia. The Grifter? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. God, what was his name? Hold on. We'll, we'll know it when we hear he it. Went, he, like, basically... Oh, took, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He basically took the uh, took yeah. all the heat for his wife, like, with some, like, hellacious grifting or something. Yeah, and, and He was uh, the first Virginia governor to be indicted or convicted of a felony. Yeah. So he was our graduation speaker. I believe he actually just got off of supervised release. Oh, oh shout out to him. Hands. Just like you, Jason. Yep. <laughs> Me and Bob McDonald. Pretty much. <laughs> Two um, peas from the same <laughs> Yeah, but at UVA, they would, they, everybody like got to participate in like the big graduation on the lawn. And right. then, and then uh, y'all just kind of like walk as a blob. And then you like graduate at your individual yeah. schools. So that that's, I think so that's hot. the plan of JMU too. We just, couldn't do the football stadium so they just punted on <laughs> yeah i got you we were just in we were in schools from the start very cool emily any fun college memories you'd like to bring up not really <laughs> i was talking to um stephanie today actually about we are talking about personality types because you know i'm consistent um <laughs> and about funny. how <laughs> we both i think were the type of people like in school who were like kind of hustling like i worked three jobs and was also like trying to do really well because i knew i wanted to go like to grad school so i think sometimes i like maybe over focused a little bit and like missed out on some of the like typical college activities and memories that most people have which sounds kind of sad but it really wasn't shout out to you yeah taste taste of tie it's the ground i was just Daily grind, you know. Slinging Penangs. <laughs> Nonstop Penangs. Chicken Penang. Yeah. Beef Penang. Yeah. <laughs> so many Penangs. Oh, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm through season one of Ugly Delicious. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Oh, Emily, you haven't heard my takes on it. Oh, am I going to be disappointed? No, I, I really like it. Okay, um, good. Good, good, good. We did not lead him astray. Yeah. Excellent. No, it was, 
it was a, it's a good it's a good record. I love I love some some good food porn. Um, oh yeah. And I yeah I really so I really really like the show. I really really like um, Dave Chang's like way of talking about food as like yes basically as is important to culture as language and art and architecture yeah, and that sort of thing um, because I agree. So I really love all that. Um, the one <laughs> the one minor thing I said is. I really don't need to know how Chef Rene at Noma thinks about every single food. Like, you don't yeah, have to like, I know he's a great chef. I know his restaurant right. was literally voted best in the world like five times. But I like, don't remember him. Yeah, I, I, when you said that, I was trying to think back. I should probably just go back and watch I think he popped up like four times in the first six episodes. Oh, okay. And God, they, have, they didn't go to him for barbecue or else I'd have lost my absolute <laughs> <laughs> But... Oh no! I'm sorry. Correction: They very much did go to him. And, <laughs> well, his whole case was like, "Oh no, I do the same. I do the same barbecue as everybody else. I just do it with plants." And I was just like, "They made a good argument that all barbecue is is like cooking on open flame and that sort of thing." And like, I get it, but like, also like, okay, like, fine, let's just get this out of the way. Like, yeah, for the purpose the whole of that, here, yeah. we don't need to get a, a a Danish vegetarian guy his opinion on southern. U.S. cuisine, like right. Which, if you're trying to make the case that it's like a cultural thing, then like, hello, closer to yeah. I, lo- I love that they related. Yeah. I love the related barbecue to like Korean barbecue and how that's yes. really really because barbecue is cooking on an open flame, but like, yeah, it's also like meat is a pretty. Dude, they went to part that. Um, they went to that like teppanyaki place in like wherever that was and like cooked the yeah. cooked that meat over that flame like on that bar. That looked so so good. Yeah, that looked awesome. So. Uh, yeah, I really like that. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like Dave, Dave Chang is is super. And actually, I just watched the episode. It was the fried chicken episode. Yes. And the street artist guy whose name I forget, who is hilarious. Um, Dave Joe. Like, yeah, basically Dave. says it where he's just like, I love this dude, but he like argues with everybody, and like he yeah. just has to be right at all times, and like that sort of thing. And it's just a weird, um, it's a weird food thing for him. To like take that approach while he's trying to explore the culture of food. Yeah, because like yeah. like in the first episode, the first episode was about pizza. Yes, and um, so at one, so they're sitting with like it's it's him and his 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 boy whose name I forget who's a food writer I forget his name Mian. Yeah, yeah, and um, they're sitting with this like guy who's been cooking pizza in a brick oven for like twenty years. This like right. very Italian American guy in the Bronx or Queens, right. I forget which. And there's like a two second silence, and Dave Chang just goes, "Yeah, I just really I do not understand why Italian food is so popular in America. I don't get it at all." And I was just like, "What the hell? Like he's right there, man." <laughs> so and I mean, like, it wasn't even a like, "Why do you yeah. think it's so popular?" It was just like, "I don't get it. This is stupid." That's a strange, like, I mean, strange approach. I'll, I'll cop to that. I. I remember sort of talking about this. I mean, I think he was trying to like obviously invoke some conversation. Right. And I like I like his approach to the show in that like the pizza episode, like he cops to the fact that he eats Domino's like yeah. maybe multiple times a month. And it's right. like, really? Dave Chang of all people, yeah. you know, like because I feel like we are prone as we grow older and, and maybe grow up and our tastes improve and maybe our status improves to be like, just super douchey about like certain things. And so like, I liked his approach on this show of like how he like also would refer to almost like commodity foods and like kind of uh, back off to like, yeah, like Domino's pizza or like he went to freaking Outback Steakhouse in the the new season. And it was like, 
delightful to see like these guys at Outback Steakhouse and he's eating a steak at Outback and he's like, this is really good. Like, I really like this. And like, he was like, yeah. and, you know, I, so I, I appreciate and, that. Yeah, I think yeah, talked just, about, um, and I love that. And he even, he pointed out that like, so one of my favorite like low key scenes in a movie and like everybody's watching it. Ratatouille is a really, really good movie. Um, like super good. Added, added to the list. It's like one of my favorites. It's yeah. so good. And like <laughs> the, I'm going to spoil it. I don't care. It's been like 15 years since it came out and, and they showed the scene in the show, but like the end of it is the snobby, super douchey French chef has this dish that reminds him of his mother's cooking and like turns him completely around. Mm-hmm. And I love that they like acknowledge that like food has is very tied oh, yeah. to emotion and very tied to like what you tied to memory, like the same way music is like yep. a terrible yes. song could have played while you were experiencing something incredibly joyful. And so you just always tie it to joy, even though it sucks. Yeah. And so I, I really like that they, that he acknowledges like, yeah, sometimes like just comfort food that like is not French cuisine is awesome because right. it's like you grew up on Domino's. You tie eating Domino's to playing video games with your boys in the basement. Like that's what food should be. Uh-huh. And so that's why it was so strange. Like it, it jarred me that he was just like, yeah, I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was not, that's not taking he meant it to be like, I think he meant it to be, so why do you think Italian food has gotten so big in America? Because they did have a really good conversation about like Italian Americans have kind of morphed into American Italians and there's right. a very big blurring of the line. And that's really fascinating. So I think he meant it to be expanding on that, but he was so aggressive about it that even his, his boy, Mian was like, I mean, you've, you've had it, right? Like it can be really great. <laughs> and that was the end of it. I don't think they, they went about it. But, right. Like, in the right order. So, yeah. I, really I mean, we, 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 we talked about this. I don't necessarily disagree with him on that take. Sure. But that's just that's just uh Yeah, different genres we, aren't for everybody. I get what that. What do you think about Italian food, Emily? We never get Italian food. We really don't. Oh. And like we'll eat spaghetti, but we eat like we eat like totally Americanized like meat sauce spaghetti just because like that's what we like to have. But I don't necessarily yeah. consider that like Italian. And if I go to an Italian restaurant I think that like it's better when I have somebody who like is of American Italian heritage. Sure. Like if they cook me a meal, yeah. like and have it's so good. I don't think I'm a big fan of like restaurant. I think American maybe, maybe that's what cuisine. it is. Maybe that's yeah. what I was trying to say when I was talking I think, about I think that's fair. You can't really I, like get yeah. go into Italian food and expect to get a really, really good thing. I think it's like a cuisine that like like home cooking is so yeah. Yeah. um I don't know, authentic to it? Is that the word I'm looking for? And I don't know. I mean, that's probably the case for a lot of so these. Good. But like, I I would maybe agree with that. I think Italian food appears to be more so. And I would I would like, posit that that we, all four of us, grew up in an area that doesn't have, there's not a strong Italian-American Excuse me. Presence. Bravo Italian eatery. Right. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's uh, the pr- the smashing, rest. smashing carbonaras. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, right, so, I'm like, because I, I, I didn't, I never loved Italian. Like, Olive Garden is Olive Garden. Like, whatever, I'll go get some chicken Alfredo, which is not Italian food, but whatever. <laughs> Unlimited um, pasta. But, like, I was never big on Italian food, but like, the last five years, I've made a lot of trips up to New York and Long Island and that sort of thing. Uh, and you find yeah. like all in the wall Italian joints. Yeah. And, Oh, okay. This makes way more sense. Jason, yeah. Jay, I'll pose this question to the group. Do you consider pizza Italian food in in the grand scheme of Italian food? Because I don't necessarily consider like I, – I really like 
I think I really like good pizza. I crave pizza. I want to go get pizza from time to time. Um, but I don't necessarily know that I consider it Italian food. Like I wouldn't get pizza at the same place that I would want to get nice Italian food. Um, is that true or is that not true? I think that's I, – I, I think this is another thing that is fair because of where we grew up and because okay. of the – the eateries that we were associated with is like the 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 good pizza and the pizza we were comfortable with was very separate from um you know our taste sure. or that sort of thing because like i mean the the pizzas they were cooking on the show like the 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 napoleon uh, i can't ever say this front neapolitan pizza neapolitan yes. thank you jesus um <laughs> like that kind of pizza like that is genuine that that is italian food like that straight up came from naples and like that sort of thing like they have the committee to like oversee it and make sure they're doing it right and that sort of thing so that that is italian like the conversation of whether you consider domino's italian food <laughs> that i mean i, I, I mean guess, i i wouldn't but yeah i mean i guess yeah yeah i don't know like that's yeah tough. maybe that's just why like i i guess i consider going to like a place where i'm gonna fork over a good amount of money for a meal sure i would for whatever reason i'm not predisposed to be like well i should order pizza like i feel like Pizza is the event, and I'm willing to spend money on pizza if I know I'm going to get pizza. But I'm never going to just be like at the Italian restaurant and be like, you know what? Let's get pizza. I'm gonna. We should the next time we go to uh, Carmelo's order like an Italian entree instead of their pizza and see what you think. Sure. Because that's an Italian restaurant that we regularly get pizza from. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. I would also be interested in you dragging Logan up to New York City, which would be hilarious to me, and I would want you to document every minute. At this point, I've never been, so I don't really probably need to go. I don't plan on changing that. He doesn't think it's uh, appropriately rated? No, I didn't say that. Well, that's for damn certain. (laughs) When did I say that? What is the thing that you always say? Like, just making sure it's properly rated. rated. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'd like to go. I guess, and you eat some food and stuff. I just don't want to deal with like the. It seems like such a hassle, like a whole thing. You're not a around. city person. You're not a city yeah. person, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. I need uh, wide open faces. I need new, new faces. <laughs> Anyways, the food thing was good. I really liked. Uh, I liked the barbecue episode. I wish they'd spent a little bit more time in Texas, but that's very personal because I'm just Team Texas barbecue. Sure. Um, what was your favorite episode? Well, I've only seen. Uh, let me. Let me pull them up. I really I like the fried chicken episode a lot. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, and that I think is that's what I think the show is both capable of and going for is like that was straight up like okay this is how food explains culture and people. Mm -hmm. Um, and and talking about like they didn't they didn't shy away from you know the fact that you know stereotypes exist with 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 African Americans and fried chicken and like what where they come from and why they're offensive. And um, like southern comfort food, right? Why they, you know, they didn't they didn't shy away from like whether appropriation of that is okay. Yeah, the tension that exists with like yeah the the Hattie B's, Hattie B's, right? And so, and that's why I think that's why I think that's where the good part of Dave Chang's personality comes through is because those are just like super normal questions. Like he's like, yeah, we're let's talk about this. Like how did because he talked to um um. They talked to sorry. Well, I think they, his they like talked the, they talked to the owner at, at um Hattie B's and they yeah. talked to Sean Brock uh, at the same time. And Sean Brock runs Husk, which is a very famous and delicious southern restaurant in Charleston and Nashville and a couple others. 
Um, and he basically was like, so you know, how do you guys feel as white people? Like yeah. making a business out of this cuisine that kind of wasn't yours. Um, I thought they did a good job. They were like, you know, we, we know our status and that sort of thing. And as I think as long as we're paying homage to it and not being like, see what we've done, like then it, yeah. then it becomes okay. And, and, and Dave Chang agreed with him. And, but I, I love that they talked about that. And that's where I think this show is at its best when it's talking about that sort of thing. So I love the fried chicken episode. I also really liked the, and this is not specific to this show, but he overall does a really good job like on Twitter and on Instagram too, attacking the, the MSG stereotypes and like unraveling those myths about, Oh, MSG, like people will have allergic reactions to it. And it's like, no, you're actually probably just racist. And like (laughs) MSGs in a bunch of your other favorite snack food about headaches or anything when you eat Pringles. So I don't want to hear it when you go order Chinese takeout, but Mm -hmm. he, yeah, he is very much the right type of person to have those conversations with people because he's not afraid of like, Oh, is this gonna, is this gonna, you know, make the mood too heavy? Like he'll, he'll just put it on the table and like, let's, let's talk it out because it needs to be talked about, you know, our, our own feelings be damned. Let's have these conversations. Well, yeah, he, he very much realizes that, that comfortable or not, that's part of the story. Right. And Well, I think he owns that he has a unique ability to have yeah. those conversations, too. Like, frankly, he's not a white guy, so <laughs> he doesn't have to be doing the, like, white knight thing where, you know, you just kind of, like, fly in and, and, yeah. and want to be having edgy conversations just for the sake of it. And he, you know, he's a, a Korean guy and has it, but he grew up in America, so he has, like, a really interesting I think it's I always love like episodes with his family like yeah. for whatever reason yeah. that's always really interesting that, the Thanksgiving episode is really cool yeah his parents are like so Korean um and like you can see that's so steep in their culture but he grew up in like Northern Virginia I mean he is like yeah. effectively one of us you know like he went to high school he grew that up we in Arlington really, and played yeah. like yeah. high level like, and I, you and, we went to college with a lot of kids who have very similar backgrounds to exactly him. so yeah so I mean I think he. I'm glad to see someone use their like the the totality of their perspective and capabilities in the manner that he does. Yeah. Um, you know, and like he he walks a fine line where it's like a lot of these guys can be so douchey about like their <laughs> stuff, and he I don't really think does that that much. But you know, I also don't think he shies away from yeah. you know letting his opinions be held about certain right. things, and you know, and I think all of this a lot of this is taste and opinion too. I mean, that's the other thing too that he totally is you know is okay with yeah you know, like the italian he, food thing but yeah. i think he i think he flirts with it i think it's yeah a deep conversation about the show but I, i'm digging it <laughs> yeah his, his attitude uh works really well when it when it fosters conversation yes. um and then yeah i think it i think it just it, it hit a flat tire in the italian food one um sure and then it's it was weird the the crawfish episode I loved that one. Interesting. I, interesting. I really loved it because it was it was really awesome to see. I love that he shouted out Houston um, for and the fact that they basically stated that like no Houston's food scene is awesome because it's full of immigrants. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I've I've said that for years about Harrisonburg. Yep. Um, to a obviously much much smaller scale, but um, <laughs> so I loved that. But that was an episode where I think he got like because so many people um, boil 
um, crawfish and shrimp. And he just like couldn't understand it. And he was like, you know, it's like culinary wise. I think he said culinary wise, it's so much better to steam them. And everybody was just like, yeah, we've just always boiled them. And it's really good. And he's like, but it's better to do this. <laughs> people wouldn't evolve in that kind of way. Yeah. And so that was one where I was just like, okay, man, like you say you're okay with dominoes, but like tone it back on attacking the like sixth generation crawfish. Yeah. Methodology. Methodology. It's interesting, Jason, how you point that out. Cause he's also on one, a couple of the episodes of the, the chef show on Netflix. Yeah. And um, he's on an episode with like these Thai women and she's like just again cooking more from how she learned from her mother and grandmother right. not from traditional training and he's like dying laughing so often because he's like why are you doing it that way that's like oh not yeah, the way but, that yeah. it was cool to see it. him but he like came came to realize like she cut peppers the opposite direction of the way he cut peppers yeah. and he like blew his mind but he's a french <laughs> he's a french trained chef yeah, like right. they have a they have like a curriculum yeah, like yeah, that they follow to like right. learn how to do this stuff so he was like I remember, but that was one of the things, right? Yeah, he, but then like, he was like, it was funny. He's like, yeah. oh, it's actually probably would be a better idea to do it this way because of the way like it yeah. turned out. I don't know. It was, and I, that I, think was cool. of, I think that's why, that's why I'm okay. Like, I don't think he's a douchebag. I think he's literally, right. oh, just, no. like, this like, is curious. all he's known. Yeah. yeah. So, he is so curious. Yeah. That's a great yeah. word to use. Don't yeah, worry. I, I already mean, figured out just, his Myers Briggs too. It's fine. Like, for us, for us, like, I'm trying to think of a comparison, but like, Seeing like the difference between boiling crawfish and steaming crawfish to us is just like a really like, oh, yeah, it's just a little like however they want to do it. Yeah. But to him, because it's been four decades of his life, basically, yeah, maybe not that, I don't know, probably three decades of his life, that he's been so rigorous and so dedicated to his craft, it would be steaming crawfish. It would be like, like a comparison would be like the difference for us between like an option offense and a West Coast <laughs> offense. Like, why would you like wildly different things? But to other people, they're just like, yeah, they're just figuring out different ways of moving the ball. Like, okay, that's fair. yeah, yeah, that's a good point, right? Right, but I have a strong opinion. Yeah, I just really now want to try crawfish that have been boiled in those like Vietnamese like spices and herbs. Like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh, that looks really good. It looks so good. So good. Oh my gosh. Houston. Gosh. Yeah. Anyways, outstanding show. I'm six episodes in, I think. Um, I think I have six episodes to go, so I'm very excited. Yeah, the new season is different, It's but it's interesting all the yeah. same. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just, that was good. Good food talk. Just binge watch uh, season two, and by next week, that's what we'll talk about Yo, on our been, Netflix. We have been watching this Formula One show, though. Wow. Let me I tell you. You need I to watch so that, too. On we Formula can review One that on now. the podcast. I'm into it, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> I'm, like giving, I'm just like wearing Emily out over here. Like, I can't believe he made that decision. Like, the power <laughs> unit is made by Renault. Like, I mean, like, this French company. It's like, and, <laughs> and I'm just over here, like, invested in the stories. Like, no, they can't let him go. Like, yeah. Hot, hot, hot drama. These dudes make money too. Wow. Yeah. Like I said, Connor told me this. Uh, Connor put me on it. I mean, I had heard some people talk about it, but Connor said he watched it. And it was great. So I was, I was checking it out. Actually, we got Netflix back this week. Big week for us. We got Big Netflix week. back. We have been Netflix free for like what four months? Yeah. <sighs> Tough times. Oh, did you guys see the the Twitters getting excited about that? the tiger king documentary yeah i saw the trailer for that too that looks really intriguing really tiger king what is it about so it's like 
I, I'll okay. just have to DM it to you because it, okay. it's very much like a Dog the Bounty Hunter vibes. Okay. Ah. okay. This guy who like would keep tigers or something. I haven't even watched the trailer. Oh. I just saw like okay. a few seconds of it on mute and I was like, I need to see this <laughs> because these people look incredibly fascinating. Yeah. Okay. But there was mention of like high crimes and drugs and murder and stuff. Mm. So my uh, wheelhouse should be a banger. I'm into it. I love high crimes. Yeah. The thing though with Logan and I, as much as we talk about how we like to to watch like criminal, like unsolved mysteries and listen to those types of podcasts, it's very difficult for us to watch or listen to them alone because we get kind of scared. So <laughs> we like if we listen to those types of podcasts, we have to like on trips home to Virginia, like, all right, we're gonna binge watch a few, like some episodes of the binge watch, binge listen to this podcast and wait, these yeah. are the these are the dudes from Tiger King. Wow. These three mulleted fellows with the oh, tats. Yeah. Yeah, there's already like you found the right people <laughs> that are that are married wow. <laughs> oh apparently it's available we'll have to check this out hmm. jordan also every time you were talking about um the john paul jones arena i just kept thinking of our sweet boy john paul joint don oh. paul jones he's really been releasing some uh oh no <laughs> Tyler C type energy on his instagram i don't know if you've been staying up to date tyler c energy isn't isn't Tyler back with Hannah? Is, is that a thing happening? I mean, look Whoa. at that just heat he's trying to put off. <laughs> he's he's publishing all of his drafts during this time oh, yeah. of socializing. Just like, let me make this Clementine look sexy, you know? Oh, um yeah. it's uncertain if Tyler and Hannah are back together. One would assume. It kind of looks that way from what yeah. I've seen. She's been quarantining with him. There's certainly hey been some, there's certainly been some copulation. Yeah, Got to be. They're not doing a very good job of distancing, is what we're trying to say. Not at all. But I mean, <laughs> good for them. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the Bachelor, like people who like are very invested in like the success of the Bachelor show, are like very excited about it. I'm kind of nonplussed by the whole thing. It's kind of yeah. one of those things. It's like. When you take a step back and look at it, you're like, really Tyler, she picked Jed, then asked you out, and then went on Peter's show and told him she's still in love with him and wants to be on the show. Told, told Peter it was either going to be Jed or Peter. Like, in November. Completely didn't say yeah, that was like in Tyler. like October. That was like not that long like, ago. Like, you can yeah. only play the. I was just so confused, and it's so hard to be the Bachelorette card for so long. Maybe love finds a way, Emily. It's like life. It finds a way. I wouldn't know. <laughs> you wouldn't know that quote either because you haven't seen the movie. I know. Movie. That's it's what I'm saying. Freak. <laughs> I'm referencing my, my blind spot to cinema. Jason, it's okay. how do you we'll feel about it. original Jurassic Park? I think it might be my favorite movie of all time. It's, a, it's an incredible movie, and everybody Thank should love it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Have you continued with the franchise, Emily and I? Emily and I have like we have like Fast and Furious level like excitement about any new Jurassic Park movie wow. that comes out. Wow, high praise, high praise. Guys, um, I don't think I've watched the original Fast. And Furious. I I watched Jurassic Park. I read the book in high school. Oh, Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton's a G. Um, yes, got him. R.I.P. Um, 
Kenny Rogers up there. Kenny Rogers making, up there talking about Fred. Making tunes um, in the sky. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I watched and read the first one. I watched and read the second one. Very good. Uh, I remember watching the third one in theaters, and it was weird yeah. and dumb. What, there was uh, one that was just objectively bad. That was, I think, the third one. I believe it was the third one. Um, and then the fourth one is is Chris Pratt. They've really rejuvenated it. It's gotten... I, I enjoyed Jurassic World. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I have not seen the second Jurassic World. I'm in on any and all like uh, um, genetically modified raptor content. That's another thing. That's another I can't thing I'm sure. really in on. So. Which uh, which personality category does that fall? <laughs> Genetically modified raptors. Love them. I got my. Uh, I drive. That's why I drive a Ford Raptor. It's it's not genetically modified, but it is modified by these hands. I got wheels. All right. Well, I'm glad for you guys to fill out your movie watching. Because yeah, I can I can talk about some Jurassic Park. <laughs> I love Jurassic Park. Um, yeah. Jason, Jordan and I have not seen Shawshank Redemption. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Apparently it's on Netflix, though, I've heard, but it might not stay for long. It is. So. It's also on TBS, like, literally every day. Um, but definitely watch it on Netflix. Well, what am I, just cruising, T- what, you want to cruise in TBS every day? Is that something you do a lot? I've been locked up for 10 days. He just gave us a 25-minute mil- soliloquy on uh, Dave <laughs> Chang's watching, personality. <laughs> watching reruns of Touched by an Angel and ER. Oh, oh ER. Um, no, you should definitely watch Shawshank Redemption, one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, we'll see about that. That's what I have. We'll see. It's yeah, I mean, that's what, I've, that's what I've heard. Well, and also, so I, was gonna, I, was, I was leading with that because my second part is I, I'm not entirely sure it's up you guys' alley. People also say that like '95 Nebraska was like the best college football team of all time, and I'm pretty sure like any team nowadays would mop them. So yeah. let's just let's just keep it where it's at. Let's just properly and rate these. That's, that's definitely a, that's definitely an apples to apples comparison for sure. <laughs> I mean, that isn't it? It's the reason that Forrest Gump didn't win Best Picture, right? Uh, I forget if Forrest Gump Forrest Gump lost it, right? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think uh, it lost to. I think Forrest Gump lost to. The Shawshank. Shawshank. So oh, Connor. No, no, no. Shawshank lost to Forrest Gump. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Did you say that's what Connor told you? Yes, <laughs> Connor. Connor was lying to me. Connor gave me wrong facts to try to convince me to watch Shawshank. I think. Hold on, let me make sure. Yeah, Forrest Gump won. Shawshank was nominated. Okay. All right. Well, Sounds I'm gonna have to text right. Connor. Well, let me get him on the horn real quick. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys, this is winding down. Um, we will do another one of these this week, though. We got nothing but time these days. So, Preach. Uh, excited to find out who's on the hot seat next so they can learn more about themselves. I am going to quit my job and. Uh, <laughs> you people have destroyed my life. Take, uh, take, take this in a new direction. Take a sabbatical. Take this in a new direction. This is a good time to quit a job, I think. Um, a lot of opportunities out there. <laughs> so. Oh, gosh. No, I'm just kidding. Anyhow, all right, it's been fun. It is the Wheel Route Podcast. Let me remember what to say. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're on Twitter at the Wheel Route. Look us up. Look up at Wheel RTE Intern, though. That's where the real content's coming That's from. That's where the heat days. comes from. Uh, Wheel Route Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. And the website is thewheelroute.com. Uh, you can. Get the show right off the website, or you can get it from a podcast acquisition service of your choosing. Go Gators. Go Hoos. Go Dukes.
May the roses ever be in your favor, even when the Bachelorette isn't filming, boys. <laughs> <laughs>